Hey everybody, welcome to the NFR edition of the SCORE podcast. We've got these coming to you every single night after the go-round. This episode is always brought to you by our partners at Resistall, at Soft Ride Equine Comfort Boots, at Fastback Ropes, and at CSI Saddle Pads. Because these people have been our partners for years, making sure that we can bring you the coverage that you want to hear from the Thomas and Mac, or I guess last year it was Globe Life Field. So these people, the CSI saddle pads, soft ride boots, fastback ropes, and resist all hats, they have been our longtime partners. They have got presence here in Vegas. They are, they are people that uh, are counted on by the people that we talk to, that we work with, by the recreational team roper, by our whole community, and we are so grateful for them. So again, these episodes, CSI saddle pads, fastback ropes, Soft ride, equine comfort boots, and resist all hats. This is Chelsea Schaefer, and this is season four of The Score. You all have listened to this podcast three quarters of a million times, and we are here in season four to bring you even more of what you love. Well, hello, Caitlin. Hello, Chelsea. Round nine in the books. It is over. We have one more night here. One more. But Gold buckle night. Yes. So round nine was always fast. It's a round in which they've broken the arena record before and the world record before. Tonight was not quite that fast, but dang near. Yeah. It was a split win tonight. Coleman Proctor and Logan Medlin and Cody Snow and Wesley Thorpe each were 3-5. And... I feel like they kind of all needed that right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cody and Wesley have been frustrated with the week that they have had. Coleman and Logan, they're pretty cheery mm-hmm. fellers, so they, but I'm sure they needed that money and we're happy to have it. But the story of the night is is what happens, the, the what-if situation. That's the story of the night. The world standings race, the average race. If it ended tonight, Caleb Driggers and Junior Nagaro would be your world champs with $251,469 and $265,855 respectively. They would have about, going into this round, if everything ended tonight, they'd have about a $19,000. Caleb would have about nineteen five dollars over Ren Richard and Junior would have about 35000 over Jeremy Bueller. So uh, tomorrow's going to matter a lot for mm-hmm. those guys. So yeah, we're we're just watching as this race unfolds, so we're gonna we'll have some stories tomorrow with some predictions and previews. So it's nerve wracking, very nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What to Caitlin? Will you give over what happened in the rest of the round for everybody that might have missed it and is just listening to us for some reason to know what happened in the team roping? Yeah, weird. You guys should have been watching the team roping, mm-hmm. but we're glad you're here listening to us as well. Mm-hmm. Splitting third and fourth was Caleb and Junior. And Clint Summers and Ross Ashford with the three nine, which that's great. Clint and Ross were kind of had a slow week this week so far, so that was good. They got that right there. Yeah, um, I was. We were talking to Clint Summers right before he roped, and he said, "Man, he's always wanted to win, but after this week, it's a whole new level." Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, "All he is going to do is rope." So I'm excited to. See, I love watching Clint rope, and I love watching him ride a horse. So. Uh, glad they got some money tonight to leave here with, and, and glad that it lit a fire for them. Yeah. Fifth in the round was Ren Richard and Jeremy Bueller, which we're watching them in the average. And sixth, there was a split as well. That's Clay Trine and Jake Long, and Derek Begay and Brady Minor with a 4-4. So, quick round. 
in round nine. Absolutely. It's a lot of fun to watch right now. Um, round nine is always one of the best ones uh, to watch in the sport, and it did not disappoint. Well, we've got a longer episode of the score tonight because we have split wins, split wins which means I have to write twice as much, Caitlin has to edit twice as much, so we are going to turn this off and let you listen to the interviews. And to start it off, you're going to listen to Cody Snow and Wesley Thorpe. Hi guys, congratulations. Thank you. Magic. Magic happened tonight. <laughs> that was fun. Right. Squirrel finds acorn and wins. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, we've talked about this all week, Wesley. You did, you weren't displeased with, like, there wasn't anything majorly on fire in either of your ropings. What was going on? Yeah, I mean, like we talked earlier, like, I, I mean, we got off to a bad start right off the bat. Round one, I, I made a mistake, roped a leg on one I should not have, have done that. And then after that, we just had a little thing, one after another happened. Um, I kept getting to the inside. Um, our, our angles weren't great. Our steers were, were stronger, on the stronger end of them. And it just felt like I wasn't getting all the way around them, and I just decided to make a horse change. And, and then we made a couple of good runs and still kind of got in weird spots of the arena, didn't get flagged or didn't get a, as good a flag as we needed to place. And um, later in the week, the, the faster the rounds get, so it just makes it harder as you go. So um, we talked, you know, a couple of days ago, and we're like, what in the heck's happened? And it just it hadn't felt bad. I mean, we're catching a lot of steers. It's just not going our way. And we just both decided to stick to our game plan. And, and when we got the right steer right opportunity, we could, uh, you know, capitalize on it. And I felt like that's what happened tonight. I mean, we really didn't change our game plan. We just stayed with it and, and stayed aggressive. And our angles were good and the steer was good and it came together. Now, I've seen him enough this week that I know, like, he was never just hateful about any of this. Were you, did you get sour about it at any point throughout no, the week? No, I was just wanting to win. I mean, I, I was bummed we hadn't won any money. We've had kind of some, I got some bad goes a little bit and just not nailing the barrier where we can. The rounds have been tough. It's been a good year to open here. I mean. Really has. I, I, I mean, 4-3 hasn't placed multiple nights. I mean, 4-2 didn't place there tonight. I mean, you got to make a good run and don't make any mistakes, and we just haven't been really doing that we've been catching steers but not being fast enough mm -hmm. so i'm just happy that we've kind of got the ball rolling here at the end of the week a little bit and starting to place a little bit more and um we're still you know just down one so if we can keep catching catch this last year i think we can still get a good average check so that's yeah. what we're looking forward to uh, looks like it now you um you made a horse change tell me about why you made that change um so the sorrel i've, I've actually gotten riding a bunch since april and i've i just fell in love with him but I haven't rode him in the buildings much at all, and I've, I've maybe have taken him to really one high-pressured situation. It was still a small crowd, small environment, but uh, it just, to me, I, I could tell he was a little bit nervous here. Not not bad, and I was, I think it was a confidence thing for me. I wasn't riding aggressive enough, so whenever I could feel him, um, you know, maybe being a little bit more on edge, I, I wasn't doing my job enough down the arena, getting to the right spots. I was kind of being more conservative, and he's so smooth and easy to do that and just catch, and but it just it wasn't what was going to get us over over the hump. So I thought, you know, I, I was on the fence back and forth anyway prior on which horse to ride, and it just made it an easy decision because there's there's really only one way I like riding the black and a setup like that anyway, and I have enough confidence on him. So that's, that's what caused the change. Yeah, and Cody, people like to make changes when things aren't going their way. Did you ever think about getting on Bert? I mean, Annie's so I've great. I've thought about it, but um, I don't think it's my horse that why we haven't been winning. Uh, so I just, honestly, the other night when we were four flat, I told myself in the seventh round, I said, if I don't, if, you know, if it doesn't get better right here, we're still mm -hmm. too slow, I might change. And But I want to get one more night. We finally had a good steer. 
that I, I liked, and uh, and she worked good. So I don't. I mean, it was more me just being off the barrier on mm-hmm. on some of the good steers we had, and and then not making good enough run on some of the stronger ones we had. So um, I, I thought about it, but I, I don't like to change things up because once you get in a groove, I mean, I'm just gonna attend steers and just get get your get get back in the swing of things, and then it'll get better. Annie's one of the only mares here. Is she? Um, are you gonna pull any embryos on her this year? Yeah, I'm gonna them? I'm gonna try to get some uh, babies on the ground this year. I'm gonna um, this will be the first year I do it. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, anything in mind? Any studs in mind? Um. I think I wanted to breed her that would he be tough stud. Um, I like him. I like his colts a lot, and uh, I think I'm gonna do that. Cool. He just sold for 1.3 million yeah. yesterday, so yeah. no time like now to breed to would he be tough. That's yeah, yeah. cool. That's right. That's awesome. Well, um, have fun going at the rounds again tomorrow night. Is that what you're, well? You're, you're telling me you're thinking about the average payout though. So are you gonna go for it tomorrow or? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think the one exciting thing for us here is our run doesn't vary a whole lot. I mean, there's never a time where we really want to slow down, or, or I feel like he's got a lot of control with his head horse and his the way he ropes. And um, I, I mean, here at Healing, you got to get around him and take your first best throw. So um, we'll probably play it how it falls. But um, if we draw a good steer, I, there's no sense we can just try to make our run and win something around and then see where it falls in the average. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. And now enjoy our final interview on the score with Coleman Proctor and Logan Medlin. Well, 3-5. Tell me about that round. Did you get to watch much? I I try not to. Yeah, from the back. I try not to watch it too close, but I did, you know, after we got back there, I stood somewhat close just to kind of see how it was shaking out, but I never tried to. I never once tried to let myself think that I had it won because mm-hmm. obviously you never know clearly because we got tied three fives mm-hmm. fastest I've ever been and I didn't even win it outright. So they made a great run. I was just happy to to get get a part of it tonight because we knew it was going to be fast and clearly it was. Yeah, it was. that's crazy. That you, that's awesome that you guys got to get a part of it. Three five. Coleman, was that the fastest you've ever been here or were you and Jake three five? Here? No, that's the fastest I've ever been here at the National Finals. I was three one one time healing at the Indian World Finals for Cody Joe Heflin. But uh, that was the first time I've ever been three five. I think it's the fastest I've ever been. Ahead. You know what? My, I don't. That was before. That was before we had like the cam, like the good cameras we're on so your old. phone. <laughs> I know we're getting up there in age. So no, it's not. Derek Begay and I were talking about that last night in the, mm-hmm. in the contestants' lounge. You know, you used to come here, and if you had a redraw, you'd watch the old DVDs they set out for you, complimentary yes. every night. Mm-hmm. And this year, Derek <laughs> asked me. He said, "Does anybody even turn that TV on?" And I said, "No, not anymore. Technology's came a long ways." Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big contributor. You know, to such great team roping you're getting to watch. I mean, like Logan said, you go 3-5 and sit at the end of the tunnel and just sit there and hope you place. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, it's incredible to watch. It's a fun time to be a team roper. It is a fun time to be a team roper. Man, we watched that, those those world record runs because it was in round nine in 2009. Mm-hmm. So here we are. I th- thought it could maybe happen tonight. Glad it did not, though, yeah. for your sake. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, clear. yeah, exactly. Man, I'd been hitting the corner when I faced. I mean, really, I think I mean, we could have been a smidge faster but Heisman's feet were still moving quite a bit. Like mm-hmm. he was used to having to hit that corner and step up out of his face a little bit. So maybe we could have got a shutdown and got close to the arena record, but it was a great watching. Yeah, absolutely. If it ended tonight, you guys would be ninth in the world. Are you watching the world standings race at all as, as team roping fans? Oh, I mean, I hadn't really looked. Not fans? Not, not feeling like you're not you're not a fan? Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've tried not to watch it. I mean, I'm, we're clearly not in the contention for the world title, but 
I just know that it seems like every year, even whenever you're sitting at home watching it, mm-hmm. who they think has the inside track, it's man, easy. there might be somebody you never even thought of yeah. that wins it. So I don't really feel like whether I was in it, in mm-hmm. the race for it or not, I don't think it's something the guys will really be have a good idea because it can still so much can change. Mm-hmm. What about um, being in the top ten in the world matters a lot. Mm-hmm going into next year and you guys are you guys are right there on the bubble at night why does that matter so much for people that might not understand well that's one thing we talked about you know a few rounds back was you know being in the top 10 allows you to go to to the american and that's a huge opportunity right there i mean i'm proof that anybody can win the american so <laughs> it's almost bittersweet like you want to be Brody you know, Chris. It's, it's gonna pay Brody Chris. it's gonna pay two million next year so you know, if we miss the cut line, there's always that silver lining. I mean, anybody can win the American Million side pot, I like to say. But, no, it's definitely, you know, of course, we're not in contention at the top side uh, to win the world this year. But uh, setting ourselves up for next year, staying inside the top ten, is becoming very important. Yeah, absolutely, because it's not just the American, right? It's it, What is Houston now? I mean, it's that's top the, So you'll be fine in Houston. Yeah. You'll be fine Mainly all it's, it's the American. It's mainly the American. American. Yeah, mainly the American. Everybody else has been coming to sit here and looking at this street thinking about that so far tonight so uh, hopefully it hopefully it works out for everybody <laughs> well I guess it won't work out for five guys so that was a dumb thing to say <laughs> idiot I know what you mean why do they let me talk sometimes well um congrats guys thanks so much thank appreciate you. you hey and thanks for your coverage all week man I've really been enjoying listening to the short score thanks. you do get in there and you ask all the important questions everybody wants to know so thanks. thank you for your coverage have you been watching the replay do you know what we're I have been watching the replay that's an interesting deal I mean that's Dude. been a neat Trevor's done a phenomenal job, Patrick, and then Motsi, you know, he did a Mozi great job. Motsi did a really good job. I day. wish he was here longer, too. I wish people could really get a full, you know, this week, of course, you've always got the people who want to give their advice, and it's always coming mm-hmm. from good places in their hearts, but, you know, like when I missed my first one, I've had people telling me I was trying to go too fast, and it's like, no, that was that was the slowest I've thrown it all week, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> and so it just, it's neat to get other people who rope great and have roped in this building, get their perspective, mm-hmm. and to try to illustrate to people just how difficult and how great a runs these guys are really making. Yeah, absolutely. We're doing it for the World Series, too, so there's like, so that'll be, a, it's a nice, different. All right, I'm going to ask this because we all practice together. Do it. Not to take over your, your show. Please. But uh, I want odds odds on Andrew Ward and Buddy breaking the record. You know, that is something like we came out here, everybody had their eyes set on I, I mm-hmm. did. I mean, I want to win the average out here and I want to shatter that mm-hmm. record. That's a record that stood for a long time. You see, roping is getting faster every night, mm-hmm. but you know, Buddy and then they've got, what, ten and a half seconds to yes, get it done? Do. You know, we had the opportunity to practice together and all of us kind of mm-hmm. spar. And how neat is that for Andrew Ward to have a chance to do something that huge his first trip to the Thompson? I think it's amazing. And we were talking about, I don't remember the last time anybody I asked Clay and Jade that last night, like, asked Jade when he remembers, and he said he thinks Nick and Colin made it pretty far. Jojo the Mon had an opportunity, uh, even with a barrier. The year that he came in in place of Jake Barnes, came in 16th, almost Uh won the world. You're right. He had a chance until he lost his rope on the 10th one. Uh So, I mean, that's just a true testament because those are some of the greatest ropers Uh we'll ever see. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's still awesome that the king, Jake Barnes. If you're not rooting for Andrew yeah. Ward and Buddy Hawkins right now, like, do you, right. like, yeah. what is wrong with you? Do you have a pulse? Great guys. Yeah. They're easy to cheer for. Yes. They're like the best people. You, I know Jake and Claire are at home cheering for them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody not wanting them to do right. that tomorrow night. So. I, I'm almost as excited, probably more excited for that to happen than to see yeah. who wins the world. There's there's a lot of neat stuff going to happen tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, gosh, 
Yeah, I don't even want to jinx them. I don't want to talk about it too much. Cause, man, no, I, but I just I want know. to wish them the best of luck. I do it's too. been impressive to watch to this point mm -hmm. because uh, it's kind of like seeing a hole-in-one happen. You know yes. what I mean? You, you want it to think about it and talk about it, but you don't want to talk or think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been neat yeah. to see them set the table up so well. Mm -hmm. and mean, they've been a tough team to follow. We're yeah. right behind them every time, so it's yeah. they've, uh, they've done a good a good job, and we've got to see it. You know, there's some teams here that where, where you rope is compared to where they rope, you don't there's some guys I haven't seen them run a steer because you can't really see mm -hmm. much. But then I've got to see every, all nine of them to this point, and it's been very impressive. Yeah, and Buddy has a little little girl on the way or a little boy? I think a little girl. I is don't what know. He told we me. were doing a gender reveal on the sh on the Anthony Lucia show the other day, so you guys might have broadcast that to the world. But oh, I no, didn't. I, we didn't get to do it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we ended up not getting to do it uh, because he wouldn't reveal that information early, but I don't know if he's got a girl or boy. I hope he's got a girl. I think everybody should be a girl. Dad. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. And make the world a better place. Yes, because you're such a soft soul now, Coleman. I am. Such a gentle soul. Yeah, that's what Clay Trine tells me all the time. He said, <laughs> you're too soft. We need some boys. I told my wife that the other night when we got back to the room. I'm not going to lie to you. I had mother-in-law, wife, two little girls. Everybody's yelling at me, and I was just like, you know what? Not my mother-in-law. She wasn't yelling at me, but the kids were yelling at me. And I looked at Steph. I said, I need some more guys in this room. <laughs> She said no more chances. That's it. No. We're done entering. Yeah. She, was... she said, get your stuff. We're going home. You cannot enter the jackpot anymore. Two little girls. That's what I'll have. Poor Steph. Wasn't it the last time we were in Vegas that she found out she was pregnant? Yeah, that was actually in 18. Yeah. Was, oh, 18. Okay. Yeah, I was here just working for the Cowboy Channel. And uh, night one, you know, we're kind of excited. Take a bottle of wine and a pregnancy test to the room to figure out. <laughs> end up drinking that whole bottle of wine by myself. <laughs> You know, it, it, uh, it, and Steph ended up just sitting on the couch or on the bed and uh, a little more distraught. And then actually, she wouldn't even tell her mom. It was funny. I ended up telling everybody. You told me. Why? Well, I, I told everybody that week. I was so excited. You know what I, I mean? Know, like, that's I something know. I was really excited about. Yeah. And I actually, they wanted me to be the MC at their Christmas party that where she works. And uh, I ended up at the end of the night uh, revealed to everybody. So then she made me go home right then and tell her mom. <laughs> I was like, Steph, you're going to have to tell him eventually. And it's going to be weird when all of a sudden you show up, hey, who's this kid? I'm like, oh, <laughs> found it. You know what I mean? Like, what do, you, what do you do? I mean, that's an honest question. Oh, God, I'm so glad we brought that up. Thank you, Cole. <laughs> I never let it get dull here on the short score. <laughs> God bless you, Steph. We are so grateful you tolerate Coleman after all these years. Hey, you know, she did say this morning, like, I was like, you know, it's hard being in Vegas having two toddlers. And she's like, I have three. I have three toddlers. <laughs> I have the girls and you. She's not wrong. That's so funny. And, and anybody who doesn't know Coleman's wife, she is as much of a saint as you could possibly imagine. Well, what brought that up is I'm bad to go to these cowboy Christmases where we got a sign, mm -hmm. you know? And I always go for the have you seen it on TV ads. You know what I mean? First year I'm here, I buy a scooter, and it no longer works. I mean, Logan, he got a dose of my scooter. <laughs> the alarm system still works, but it yeah. will not. It will Motor not doesn't run, but the alarm system works great. And so the next year we buy Stella a car that you can remote control. She drives it, but you actually drive mm -hmm. it for her. It no longer works. I bought a, a scope, and uh, it quit working. I still haven't gotten it back. So the other day they got me again with the sweeper that like gets all the, the stuff up out of your stalls. Uh-huh, I saw I that. I mean, it picked mm -hmm. up a tall boy beer can. I saw that, yeah. And I thought, you know, we need this because my wife gets mad because I want to blow the barn out. And mm -hmm. she always says it hurts her horse's lungs, too dusty, blah, blah, blah. So I bought it, thought she was going to be proud. I was thinking of her barrel horse, but now she's like, no, nothing ever works when we get it home. So.
You're welcome, Steph. I said, surely I'll win something else that'll pay for it. You should get one of those big massage chairs. That, like, We've got it. You have yeah. one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, hey, Logan's got a cool story about a massage chair almost paralyzing him. Tell me more. Yeah, yeah at, uh, at Reno this year, the day after the BFI, I, got, I sat in one of those really good massage. I love those things. I mm -hmm. sat in it, let it do its thing for about 20, 30 minutes, woke up the next morning, we had to fly to Springdale, and I could not feel either one of my hands. I could not close my hands. He couldn't button his pants. He actually had to have John Wayne McDaniel. No, that is false. That, <laughs> cut that off the score, no, please. No, 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 that no, is no. not true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I couldn't, I had to, uh, for about a week, I had to take decks is the only way I could feel, make my hands. I had no strength. I couldn't, mm -hmm. I could grip your hand and squeeze it as hard as I could. Now, you wouldn't. Did you go to a chiropractor or something? I went to a chiropractor, two turned two of them, yeah. Well, I drove to Springdale. We were going to practice a little bit that day before we roped, and I tried to leave the box, and just all the coals, reins, everything fell out of my hand. Horse ran to the back gate. So it was the worst time, right, for the fourth, for me not to be able to feel my hands. I went, it turns out I got an MRI and I had a bulge disc that's pinching on my spinal cord. And they said that massage chair probably tweaked it. It wasn't the reason, but it tweaked it, mm -hmm. you know, and never again will I pour myself into one of them chairs. I don't care how good it feels. <laughs> my mother-in-law mother has one. I sit in it every time I go to her house. My, uh, my in-laws have one, and there's people that come over and sit in it so much that they unplug it and shut the breaker off and tell people that it's broken. Yeah, it's broken. Yeah, it's broken. Not me, though. I sit in it all no, the time. I know. I know, where, I know, I know where the breaker is. Yeah. <laughs> I know their tricks. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, well this the comeback story of the year. You came back from a massage <laughs> well, chair hardly, injury. Hardly. To hardly. Yeah. 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 Shows you how tough I am. There's Logan Medlin, and then there's J.B. Mooney. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, let's let's <laughs> The, the perfect analogy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, you're free to go. Ahead.